Here are 17 bona fide, verified, and laid-aside quotes from Julia Child. Number one, if you're afraid of butter, use cream. Number two, I think every woman should have a blowtorch. Number three, you don't have to cook fancy or complicated masterpieces, just good food from fresh ingredients. Number four, always remember, if you're alone in the kitchen and you drop the lamb, you can always just pick it up. Who's going to know? Number five, I was 32 when I started cooking. Up until then, I just ate. Number six, this is my invariable advice to people. Learn how to cook, try new recipes, learn from your mistakes, be fearless, and above all, have fun. Number seven, people who love to eat are always the best people. Number eight, I believe in red meat. I've often said, red meat and gin. Number nine, the more you know, the more you can create. There's no end to imagination in the kitchen. And finally, number 10. If you're ever unlucky enough to order food from the deliverant, the odds are severely stacked against you. Never say I didn't warn you, sucker. Hey, hey, hi-ho. It's off to Deliverance we go. <laughs> ah, shut the fuck up. Okay, so I just uh, wanted to step into the positivity, happiness zone with y'all for a brief moment. Uh, I don't stay there long because it's toxic to my pessimistic outlook on life. However, uh, it's like a palate cleanser, right? So you can get back into the Sturm and Drang that is my delivery driving existence. I mentioned earlier that occasionally I end up poaching people's food, which really isn't true. It's y'all's fault. I have yet to break the line between being a delivery driver and a delivery driver who occasionally has a sip of your soda that looks really good or a bite of your burger or just wholeheartedly just Oh, I don't know what happened to that bag of delicious goodness. It just, I don't know, blame the restaurant, blame the app. Don't blame me. Bye. Gotta go. Hope you pay me a tip. So yes, that's the side, Benny. Now you have to be someone like me who's got a cast iron stomach and pretty much can eat just about anything and everything. And I, and I have, uh, just the other night, I felt kind of bad for a hyper second. And then I went, Oh, divine providence. Thank you very much. Because it was a new restaurant. Uh, it was an Asian restaurant. People working there were really sincere. You could tell they're hardworking. I saw that they had an award for something like 40 years of, of putting out the food in a, authentic way so uh, you know and, and they were really happy to see enthusiastic they obviously just signed up with this rapacious company that i <clears throat> work for and because yes that's a whole nother issue the restaurants get screwed too it's it's equal opportunity fuck you buddy i got mine by these companies they uh, you know when you start uncovering the stuff it's just uh it's unbelievably depressing 
But happy times, happy face, happy place, and happy mace to the face. So, uh, oops, I'm not saying that anymore. My uh, old year's resolution. So I get the order, and it's a big order. I can feel it uh, because it's heavy because I have to lift it. And take it to my car, go to location, uh, and... I just remember, okay, there's this, I just have to tell you this. So there's this one thing. So before I leave, I'm doing something, arranging my car. And I look back into the restaurant. <clears throat> Excuse me. Look back into the restaurant. And I see the woman who's probably the, propri uh, the proprietor of this place because it's total mom and pop. And she's just looking at me. And she's looking at me, you can tell, with this mixture of, well, how to describe it, just... Um, apprehension and hope and concern because I haven't like left right away because I always take care of my needs first before I get going with people's orders because look mama bear got to feed herself and I either was arranging something or had to do something anyway she's she had this moment to look at me and we, and we made eye contact and I just tried to communicate to her my solemn pledge, which I do with every order, implicitly or non-implicitly. I, your humble servant, through rain, sleet, snow, or eternal sunshine of the eternal mind, will deliver this order to the best of my ability to do my honor to do my duty, to God my country, so help you all. I'm proud to be an American who's delivering for Patient Company. Uh, look at her, and I think she got it. She received it. We had this, you know, mano a mano through our Izos, oh, Izos connection. It was it was profound. That's what I have to say. And I, and I felt that. I'm like, oh, cool. I get to be this, the agent of this, this business, you know, who's just starting out. And what happens? Well, I get to the location, and do my usual, knock on the door, ring the doorbell, and, and the house is dark, y'all. Like, there's not a light on anywhere. So I've got my little phone flashlight, you know, for my protection, because I want to see who's going to come and take me out when I go to the wrong address, finally, and uh, I get somebody who's protecting their domicile, officer, and this freaky guy showed up with a bag of food I don't even like and took him out and stand my ground. Uh, and... Uh, Nobody shows up, okay? So follow the protocol. Send a text. Hey, do you want your food? Uh, no response. Send another text. Time is wasting. And then that's when I get to engage the, oh, person isn't here button, which is one of the only, if not the only, if not the best saving grace feature because this also simultaneously starts the countdown for me of, I'm going to get a free meal tonight. Uh, button. It used to be four minutes, right? Which was great. Of course, now, I, you know, who makes these decisions? They increase it to five minutes. So I have to wait a whole fucking five minutes, which that's my time I'm waiting on now, right? So of course I'm like, every minute that ticks by, my digestive juices start flowing and I start thinking, God, what is this wonderful treat? Did I remember what it was? I hope it isn't something that I really can't eat or have to force myself to eat. I hope it's something I really deserve because I'm such a wonderful person. You know, and all the justifications start. And then as it really gets close, you know, the the anticipation comes up because I'm like, now I don't want them to show up because I've already eaten this food, enjoyed it, 
pooped it out, looked at it, and gone, God, that really was a wonderful process the whole way through. And of course, I still call, right? I do that, and I do the mandatory call. This, this is all my protocol, y'all. Like, nobody taught me this because I have ethics, yo. And say, hey, got your order. You're not picking up, not at the door. And I've engaged the tough shit for you, for you tonight button. Uh, better do something because I really hate, really hate to have to eat your meal uh, during this message uh, while you uh, cowered in the back of wherever the fuck you are or are not and cried because you missed out. Thanks, bye. Click. Uh, so it happens. The countdown goes to zero. And this, again, this is one of the few tiny things that is redeemable about this country. They say, you get to keep the order. Unless, of course, it's alcohol, because they're onto that shit. You have to go take it back. And they do some hanky-panky formula where they don't really pay you the full amount. They don't credit you for having to drive back, but they get the alcohol back because, you know, if this was the case, everybody would be drinking all the time, which I get, I get. I mean, there's some protocols that I can't fault them for. But with food, they're like, fuck it, it's yours. Uh, I have yet to see what happens with the prescription because maybe they do that the same way. There's just some interesting quirks of this business. So I get the food and it's heavy. Like it, it's like two pounds of food. So I, I look in there and uh, meanwhile, I have another order to go to. So I'm, I'm popping that. It happens to be one of those convenience stores that only has n numbers in its uh, name, uh, something like 911 or... Um, you get the idea. So while I'm there, uh, I have a chance to kind of look at the order cursory. There's like a couple things of rice. One of them is like uh, flavored rice. I'm like, yes, I will eat that. Yes to the plain white rice, which is starch. Carbohydrates keep me powered. And uh, then there's, um, it looks like, uh, you know, just a smorgasbord of everything I can eat. There's tofu, which I haven't had in a long time. There's uh, some fried fish, maybe some other thing in there a lot of vegetables and you know decent looking sauce i'm like yes i will be eating this thank you very much person who didn't get your order for the tip plus i get paid which you know that works out like you know finally inching up in my favor with stuff that i'm usually on the you know behind end of things in terms of what i'm actually making and spending out here and then, of course, I look in and there's this uh, ribs, right? Some kind of traditional rib thing that uh, must be coated in red dye number 4000 because it's fluorescing in the box. I'm not a big rib guy anyway, so there happens to be a, a person who clearly is schizophrenic down from the convenience store that I pulled in to get my next order uh, ranting about something. And uh, so I'm like, great. You know, I'll be able to give them uh, something to eat and keep the rest for myself. I'm gonna get some ice while I'm at the store, which is perfect, you know, and I have my cooler. So it turned out to be a good ending after all, you know, from what something that initially could have been, you know, really a, a nice thing for this new restaurant. Uh, they got fucked, the customer got fucked, I got paid and I got to eat. So that's what I live for, in case you're wondering. Uh. Now for your dessert and pleasure. 
a few more quotes from Julia Child. Number one, a cookbook is only as good as its poorest recipe. Number two, well, I think careful cooking is love, don't you? The loveliest thing you can cook for someone who's close to you is about as nice a valentine as you can give. Number three, drama is very important in life. You have to come on with a bang. Never want to go out with a whimper. Everything can have drama if it's done right, even a pancake. Number four, celebrity has its uses. I can always get a seat in any restaurant. Number five, the only time you eat diet food is while you're waiting for the steak to cook. Number six, it's so beautifully arranged on the plate, you know someone's fingers have been all over it. Number seven, fat gives things flavor. Finally, number eight, to be a good cook, you have to have a love of the good, a love of hard work, and a love of creating. And last, but certainly not least, number nine. Nobody likes it when they order some delicious food and it never shows up. Nobody, that is, except for that rotten scoundrel, the deliverant. <laughs>